0: Hi guys. Um welcome back to episode 3. Um and it's about my life change when I released. Now this episode is going to be an interesting one for you as well as for me because it's going to get a bit personal. Um anyone who knows me really well knows that I like to be extremely private on some things, and others I'm pretty open. Um, But this episode has been inspired by a video that I just watched recently, and I felt that I just couldn't hold the message (laughs) for long. Um, As usual, I always have a plan for the episodes uh, for the next week, but I just felt that this one needed to be bumped up. And, um, when I watch this video, I'll actually put the link, um, in the description. It's, uh, by a group of, I don't, I don't know if I want to call it young, young people or pe- just people, um, at Transformation Church in the U.S. Um, and, well, I just came across it on YouTube, um, I'm a YouTuber, I love watching videos on YouTube. And they had this video about my life changed when I released. So I didn't understand the the title until I watched it. And they talked about things that were holding them back. Um, And the ones that came out were Expectation... How their lives changed when they released expectation, when they released rejection, when they released unforgiveness, when they released fear, and when they released anxiety. And when each person, I mean, there was for each theme, if you want to call it, everyone had a different story, but the more they talked, I was like, eh, I think I have. I have a story in each. I have one for rejection. I have for unforgiveness. I have for fear. I have for anxiety, ambition. I'm like, hey, Vanessa, wow. So much growth. Um, And just showing first that I'm not perfect and that God continues to do a work in me. Um, But I just thought I'd pick it up and really share because I know maybe someone out there Maybe you're going through something, or maybe um, it helps to have an encouraging word, that life is a continuous evolution. I think our journey stops only when, when we are called home, literally, and we sleep six feet under or decide to be cremated. It depends, but... Um, for I think for everyone, they have a story to tell, and each story is different. Um, so I'd like to start with <laughs> how I grew when I released, or how my life changed when I released rejection. I think everyone has a story of <laughs> facing rejection. Um, I've, I've also rejected some, and it's in different facets. So people can face rejection in relationships, Um, you can face rejection in friendships, you can face rejection at work, you can face rejection uh, pretty much anywhere, even on the road, (laughs) someone who doesn't want to give you away, (laughs) and you take it personally, and in fact you're like, I'm going to overtake this person, yeah, I'm guilty of that. Um, So for me... Uh, I've had to deal with that, so I, in relationships, I have uh, broken up with people, but as well as been broken up with, if you wanna call it, and it's it's a tough experience. Um, but with time, I've learned that some first of all, sometimes those things are not even about you but that where does your identity come from? Where does your peace come from? And it's taken me quite some time, but I've realized that my identity and my validation doesn't come from earthly expectation or whether someone accepts me, eh, accepts <laughs> Accepts me or not. And the day I realized that life, you choose your life. You choose what it is you want. You choose how you want to feel. Life will happen to you. But it is for you to decide how you want to respond to it. Um, and when I released that sense of rejection, I think I... I realized that it's something I'd been carrying and also manifesting because of probably baggage that I didn't deal with. So I'll, I'll give an example because it's like so many years back, so many years back. So I'd say like the first, the first guy I really had a thing with, it was not even a relationship, but a thing. <laughs> and it was in high school. And I remember um, having a sense of rejection because we were having a thing, and then I found out he was also having a thing with someone I called my best friend at, the, at that time, and ever since then, I've never tagged anyone best friend, even though right now I have friends who are pretty much that, <laughs> um, and they know who they are, but, um, it's instilled a fear in me, um, about tagging someone that close and that's why even I think my personality I've never been like that person who's like oh I'm just friends with like this one person we're known as besties for life I'm like no I think ever since then (laughs) I think since that experience I was just like "Mm, yeah just I take my time but I realized now when I look back I realized how I had not dealt with that package. And I was carrying those fears, those expectations into future relationships and carrying um, that weight and not having to deal with it. And it's taken me time, but having to realize that my... My... My happiness comes from knowing who I am, loving myself for who I am, and getting that validation from God. And I know it sounds crazy, and I know not everyone is into it so much, and it's a journey, because even I have had ups and downs on this journey, um, the spiritual journey, Um But I think that it is important that one really looks into themselves and asks themselves, okay, so this has happened or I'm reacting like this. What is the source of why I'm behaving like this? What memory, what experience, what person made me choose to respond like this? We are not in control of what happens to us, but we are in control what we make of it, and when I released that burden of rejection, you know, even now, if something happens and it's just not flowing the way I'd like it to flow, release it, you know, and just trust that there's a greater plan, and trust that in God's time, everything will fall into place. And then the next, the next. <laughs> One I identified I don't know if you guys watched that uh video, maybe you'll see more, but there was one of unforgiveness and I didn't realise for how long I had carried unforgiveness. Maybe from points of rejection, uh, maybe from points of frustration, disappointment, um whether it's from family members, friends, relationships and carrying that with me, and tagging it as, ah, I have boundaries, or um, no one can do this to me, or no one, you know, putting up so many walls, because of maybe experiences that have happened, that are also helping to shape you as a person, or have shaped me as a person, and these days, when something happens, or someone tries to antagonize, and I'm just like, it's okay, or there's something said that is trying to either bring out a certain emotion out of you, and you're like, you just, you let go, you just look, and you're like, okay, well, you know, and my mom always says, my, my grandmom, her mom used to say, if someone calls you a dog, does that convert you into a dog, really, (laughs) not that dogs are, dogs are great, but I'm saying, you know, just, um, not carrying that baggage. Because some of these strongholds, they limit you from From whatever potential that you have. Um, I mean, if I didn't let go of some of those things, I don't think I'd be having this podcast today. Um, and being open and being willing to to help. Because... The intention of this is to just clearly just um, through my experience, help someone who may not know how to articulate what it is they're feeling and be open with my experience um, and how to overcome them, because I'm still overcoming many like I'm not perfect at all. Um, but I feel that this is part of this is part of my agenda on earth <laughs> the next one oh before i move to the next one in unforgiveness it's not just about forgiveness of others um people who have disappointed you disappointed you um but also yourself i'm the kind of person who i used to hold myself up to such a, a high standard like You want to achieve so many things, and you think that by achieving those things, whether it's through your work, whether it's through uh, your relationships, or whether it's through whatever it is, you think that if you set certain goals, then things, things should fall into place, you know, and you realize that even when you're trying to pursue those things, things don't exactly fall as how you expected. Um... It's a very tough thing, especially if you're very tough on yourself, to forgive yourself. But if you're out there and you're struggling with it, please try it. I am still working on that on forgiving myself with maybe decisions I've made or how I've allowed people to treat me, uh, certain people to treat me, accepting some mediocre <laughs> things or... Forgiving myself or a lack of wisdom in handling some things. Or forgiving myself um, in, in what I thought I needed to pursue. But the thing is, life is a journey. And I wouldn't have known those things any better or any earlier. And it's all about timing. And there's probably a reason why... Now I'm more self-aware about those things. But I think it's important that um, one just, first of all, love yourself. Um, Because even, even in the good book it says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And it becomes very difficult to love others if you don't love yourself. Or you think you're loving others, but you're not loving them the way they should be loved. The next one is fear. My life changed, or is continuing to change as I continuously try and face my fears. So this is one of the fears. Um, Putting myself out there. Wondering if it will be accepted. Wondering if it will be understood. Um, three years back, I left my job, my career, uh, career in corporate. I left a structured environment to come into an unknown. And, having, and it had to be life to push me to actually make the decision. Because I kept coming up with excuses, with the results, changing of timing... And realizing that you know what life is life is short, so you better live it the way you want to, not the way you think you ought to um and I think walking in fear requires walking in faith because <laughs> you don't know like for me, I can't say I know how the next five years look. you're not in control of that i I don't know what the next five years holds. You can hope, you can plan, but only only the man upstairs knows. So you can do your best today. It doesn't mean you just live in your mind and your dreams. You can do your best today to be the best human being you can be. But sometimes it's a... It, uh, you get miraculous things when you, when you face that fear and walk in that faith. And facing that fear could be anything. It could be um, changing jobs, applying for a new job, changing careers, uh, starting a new business, starting a new relationship. It um, uh, could be so many things. Um, but you never know. And some of the most scary things I've done um, came with a lot of fear. But to be honest, in my short life, I've given me my happiest memories. Um, and the next one was <laughs> Anxiety. My life changed when I released my anxiety, guys, you need to know the anxiety I had before releasing this podcast what um i was I was having some serious imposter syndrome because um I've come from a journey where I've been through some stuff um more so having to grow um get through some healing. And it, uh, and sometimes it destabilizes you. You know, me being an A personality, there's some things that there's, let me just say, I've always had a confidence, so there's some things you just even wing it. Eh? And my theme used to be, fake it till you make it. I used to tell people, even if eh, you don't think you're a lion, be that lion. Eh? And people will believe that you're that lion. But sometimes you go through seasons in life where you start actually doubting that, doubting your worth, and then you start getting anxiety like, can I do it? Can I? And it was actually strange because I've not ever felt like this, you know, like having to second guess myself. It's a very strange thing because me, I always play in places where I'm strong, you know, like I'm not going to go and try and sing because I can't sing. That's why I never show up for karaoke, you know. I even remember when I was in high school and, like, how choir was, like, <laughs> a big deal. <laughs> a big deal. And everyone was like, yeah, it's a cool thing. Eh, Vanessa, eh, and her strong willedness starting sat in class with, I think, two other people. And I'm like, I'm not going for tryouts. Oh, why? I'm like, let me just tell you. I'm not going to try. Why am I going up there to embarrass myself, you know? But um, having to overcome through that anxiety, I had to pray through it. I had to become comfortable with who I am now. I'm still still doing that. Um, still speaking to people around me um, who also feel like that, you know. Uh, but I guess to do something great in life, you just you need to put yourself out there. You know, and you don't know what you could open up yourself to. And even when I look back on some of the achievements I've had or risks I've taken, it required a sense of overcoming that anxiety. It's just that maybe at that time I was um, less intentional about what I was doing. I was just doing things for the sake of and maybe also driven by ego. Because um, I was very competitive. Let me not say was. I am still um um, but I manage it. Um, but now when your intentions like are clear, I guess it just, it's different. So you start to question like, who am I? Why? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing it this way? You know? So, yeah. And the next one was, my life changed when I released ambition. So guys, let me just tell you, ambition is good. Ambition to want better for yourself. Ambition to want better for your family. Ambition to want better for your friends. Ambition, you know. But for me, it has really had to evolve. Because, um, yes, I'm ambitious. But if it's not with the right intentions, it can, it can work against you. In the sense that, You'll be you'll end up finding yourself hanging out with people, not because of the authentic connection. I, generally, I've always been someone who hangs out with people because of who they are. I, I've never had that thing of, oh, because suddenly you're so and so's child or because you you give me this connection. I'm like, if you're a nasty person, I just don't want you in my life. But Um, if it's not managed, you end up chasing ambition for the wrong things. Um, And I'm a true testament to it, because, I mean, it gets you so far, and I'm not saying that it's wrong. Um, But I'm just saying, my advice would be it's also intentional. So before, mine was like, I just need to, you know, you want to work, you want to accumulate, you want to make sure you're okay. Like me, my allowance in uni was so, hey, it was, hey, it was, it was bad. So that drove me a lot. Like when I, when I start working and like earning my own money, I'm like, okay, finally, maybe I'll start being able to do things that I could see other people doing. And I'm like, you know, and then also running away from fear of whatever it is. But then you realize you do all that and it's good because that also afforded me to... You also need to be smart about it. Like you just don't like quit your job and you don't have a plan. You've not saved or you've not made investments that can at least sustain you for some time. Like be wise, you know. But um, having your ambition in the right setting... And releasing and trusting God in what the plans He has for you, I think is way more fulfilling than just doing it for the sake of. Because you realize <laughs> all these things like we plan for, they are things. Your ambition is you want that Range Rover, that's great, because you want to become sit comfortably. Okay, even me, I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to work for it so I can be comfortable, but but. That's not everything. Because let me tell you, when you die, you leave all those things. And and the past year I've been to enough funerals to realize when people remember you, they don't remember how many houses you had, how many cars you had, how much land you had acquired. What they remember is how you made them feel. How you made them feel. So if it's to have ambition, by all means, Please have it with a guide of making the life of people around you better. By not looking down on others. By helping. By acts of kindness. And that just, I think it just multiplies. In your life When you're generous, it just keeps coming back to you. I've seen like provision in ways I didn't expect. Like. You know, when you're giving and you're just like, wow, but I wanted wanted to use this for this. And you're like, hey, it's okay. But you see it coming back tenfold. And I'm just like, it's amazing how the flow or how karma or whatever works. Back to the ambition part, but yeah, what is your intention? What is your intention in that? Because it's it's great to accumulate. And it's great to be focused. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm not diminishing any of that. Because I, still, you know you have to put food on your table. You want to be able to live a certain way. You want to be able to, you know, do certain things. But I just need to put it out there. But that's not everything. That's not what friendship is about being friends with people just because you're, you're both of you are driving I don't know what kind of cars <laughs> or because you're living in a certain area both of you, like what are you pouring into each other, how are you growing how are you challenged and when I released that because for me releasing that was when I quit corporate um, and the questions that came with it and coming into the unknown and even coming back to Kenya from school. Because, to be honest, my MBA was just a year to, <laughs> like, figure myself out, you know, with with the tagline of, yes, I'm getting education, which was great because um, the education was really good. Um, but, and then after settling back in... Um, And having just things happen in my life that I was just like, wow, God, because what happened is that you could say it's going to be, it was in September. So three years ago is when I decided to give my will to God. I've always like believed in God, but sometimes not as serious. Sometimes there was even like a time I was not like quite into it. And even me, I used to look at people who are churchy and I'm like, they're so intense you know, um, so I grew into it, and sometimes I even tell God, I'm like, wow, the day I did that prayer, I faced some of my hardest tests to date, I, my health has been challenged, um, I've, I've lost, um, someone who I thought was the love of my life, um, and you face some major things, and you're like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. W- what, what is meant for me, will come, and there's always a reason, a reason for, for everything and for every season. Um, and so when I released that point of ambition and this thing of walking in faith, and even as I, as I find myself in this business doing hustling thing <laughs> just releasing and trusting that whatever it is that you're doing pole pole you know it's a journey and the more you talk to people also who are in the same space you are you realize you know what pole pole it will work it will grow um you fall you pick up you do you go again you fall you pick up and then there's a time when you really pick up and you're like wow okay so Releasing that ambition and and knowing that there's a plan for your life if you allow yourself to figure out what it is. And it's way bigger and more fulfilling than you would ever expect it to be. Um, And I, I read a couple of notes here that I actually wanted to share and we're getting a bit mind-buffled, but um, I just wanted to share that, you know, your life can change when you release some of these things, and think about what it is that in your life you're holding on to. What fear are you holding on to? Is it fear of rejection, fear of poverty, fear fear of, I don't know what else to call it. Um, it could be anything. Is it unforgiveness? Is it that person who disappointed you, that friend, that parent, that partner, that, there's just so many things, that sibling, um, and you're going to hold on to that and really assess, okay, by holding on to it, how is it helping me, you know, um, and loving people for, loving people for who they are. I think that is something, yes, there was one more. There was one of expectation. My life changed when I released expectation. So this one, I took it as, for me, I used to have so many expectations of life, of myself, of people around me. Um, and it's been a journey to actually release it. And it's only, I think, until this year, I realized, hey, Vanessa, you need to learn to love people for who they are and not what you expect them to be, who they are currently, not who you expect them to be. And that is a dragon I had to slay, and it took time to understand, but I was like, you know what? Yeah, I think it's about time, because I'd been holding, I was wondering, why am I so frustrated? I'm upset with this person. I'm upset with this person. I'm, I'm like, it can't be everyone. So the common denominator is you. So you start looking and you, you're like, you know what? What is it in me that I can be able to to fix? Everyone around me is the way they are meant to be. So what is it me as Vanessa, I can be able to to change? Um... Yeah, and uh, yeah, loving yourself. Because, you know, even <laughs> I think I mentioned earlier you need to love yourself. Love your neighbors, you love yourself. And I think we take it for granted what loving yourself is. And loving yourself is not at among the latest whatever. I mean, yeah, you can, but loving yourself in the sense of um, knowing who you are and where your identity comes from. I think we need to ask ourselves where do we seek our identity from? Where do we seek our validation from? Yeah, because once we start loving ourselves, our expectations of others, our expectations of how life should be, our expectations of how things should go, um, will. will you know, become less (laughs) complicated and we'll just start having much more love around us. So this was just an (laughs) off-the-cuff. Most of them are off-the-cuff, to be honest, these episodes I'm doing, but I just watched that video and I couldn't get it out of my mind. And I'll actually share the link in the, in the, what do you call it, in the, in the, uh I've forgotten but it's under there and in the description, yes. And you can have a listen. Um because I think for me it's very clear the intentions of of this experience and I hope that someone just gains something from it. And know that you are worthy, know that there's a a plan for you. Um, even when you face situations that are so tough, there's always another day. Unless your you don't your your life is taken and you don't make it past another day. Trust me, if you're able to wake up in the morning, know that there's a purpose as to why you still are breathing. Because me, I've I've had stories of, you know, like two two weekends ago, someone in the house they just collapsed. nothing abnormal, whatever, and that's how they pass. Like they just didn't wake up. So trust me, if, if you have another day, what are you going to do with that day? And how are you going to show kindness and love and, and uh, hope and gratitude and peace with others? And even as we are blessed, too much whom is given, much is expected. So let's not, let's try not to be selfish. Let's love one another. Let's forgive. Um, And I'm not saying those things like I've perfected. Please, if you meet me and you start saying, eh, so uh, you seem to have it all together. No, I don't. I'm still, it's a continuous work in progress. There'll always be someone who will offend you or. Cause you not to trust them or, you know, the elements, even for me, I'm still having to work on. Um, but with God's time and guidance and, you know, all those things will come, will get a little better. So from me until the next episode, um, I wish you a great week and a week ahead and yeah, keep listening. And please, if you do have thoughts, um, topics, uh, or even topics I should expound on on previous conversations, please do share. Because I think these are things that are going to help people around. So, have a great week. And, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.